0: All right, buddy, welcome in latest episode of that SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted T and my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What's up, you old sick bastard? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Let's get a close-up there of the, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I I am finally, I think, out of the woods. I don't know, Mike. You know, we're gonna find out here in about two to three days <laughs> if you come down with it. But uh no, I, I I'm feeling a lot better. Drugs are kicking in. Starting to drink my cold beers, so I'm I'm back in. And I'll tell you, brother, perfect timing because I think. I'm putting these scores together, Mike. And I said this last week. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of went round and round with a few of these scores, and we ended up having some great football games. But as I'm going through these as well, there are several games on the docket this weekend that I can see something going wrong for some of these teams and right. something going right. I think this is the weekend, Mike. We, we may have some upsets.
0: I certainly hope so, Shane. <laughs> I'm upset that I showed up late, but uh, it is what it is. We're here. Mm-hmm. We've got nothing but SEC action, Shane. I am so excited. I'm ready to get into it. But uh, before we get to that real quick here, Shane, uh-huh. finally, if I can find it, I have finally done it. I've been doing this. Yes, I found it. I've been doing this for a week, Shane. I don't I don't know if people noticed, but uh, I've been throwing up these Twitter polls of well, yeah. who's going to win and then i just forget to reference it on the <laughs> show. <laughs> I mean that's the whole point. Of it. I, I wanted to see what the what the fans are are voting but so before we get to our picks this is just exclusively what our listeners okay. uh, on social media i put it out you know uh, Ole miss at georgia who wins and there's
1: just a poll. No spread, no nothing. Nothing, just, just who's win, winning the lost. game. So okay. i just
0: i just want to throw this out. This is this is the listener poll. Georgia hosting Ole miss. Uh-huh. 68% say Georgia mm-hmm. is going to win, so a little over 31% Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Tennessee at Missouri, 57%. How about you guess? Who, who do you think 57% of the listeners think well, is going to win? Well,
1: that's Tennessee homers. I'm going to say Tennessee.
0: Exactly, yeah, so 57% <laughs> Tennessee, 42% Mizzou, Alabama at Kentucky, uh-huh. 83% Bama. Yep, of course. <laughs> Kentucky, so 16 and a half. LSU hosting Florida, Florida at LSU, 89% picked. LSU. Yep, so 11% for Florida. Uh, Arkansas hosting Auburn, uh-huh. 52% picked. Arkansas? Bingo. Hey, you're good. You're <laughs> too good, Shade. I, I, uh, I know our fans. <laughs> yeah. A&M hosting Mississippi State, 86%. A&M. and m and then uh, Vanderbilt at South Carolina, 68% pick. Easy, Vanderbilt.
1: Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I'm, going, I'm going easy on them. Yeah. No, they, I, they may have tuned out by now, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> so that's
0: that's just – those are the fan picks. I just yeah. wanted to throw those out there, Shane. Uh, we got a lot of people in here. That are, they're saying that it looks like they probably – they thought we were late because you passed out from, from uh, the medication and all that, so – I just thought that was pretty good, uh, that's
1: right, man, yeah, they, right. they got me all doped up, man, so hopefully I'll knock all this stuff out, but how
0: how are you feeling? That's what they're
1: asking, here yeah, the no, 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 I feel good, feel good, uh, and it was crazy. It's just my whole household got it, you know, right. apparently, this thing's going around quite a bit, so just be careful out there, don't be drinking after anybody but <laughs> Uh, I'm double like, checking
0: my drink over here. Like, did you touch this? <laughs> no, no, no. Put it all yeah. way over here. Yeah. So it,
1: it's not the COVIDs or anything, but it's that um, uh, strep throat, and I've never had that ever in my entire life. That I that I, I mean, as far as I know, right. And uh, you know, I thought that was like a kid. You know, kids get it. Of course, like maybe my kid did get it. You know, a lot of comments here, Shane, about the professor. Oh, he's back. Not now. We don't want to
0: know just yet. We not uh-huh. got to the picks. We're about to get to it, but. Uh, How much time and
1: consideration went into the professor's lock of the week? Yeah, that's a a great question, Mike, and quite a bit this week. And I went round and round. There was a couple games. I narrowed it down to about two games coming into this week. And uh, about Tuesday, Wednesday, I started feeling really good about one particular team. And, uh, in fact, I've got a meme queued up. I'm going to send it to (laughs) your phone. So when we get to that game, we'll get to see who's the lucky Who's a lucky uh participant this this week in the old lock for cousin Shane? Professor Shane. Yep. Smart Shane. Not, <laughs> not the dumb Shane.
0: All right. So we're gonna get to that in just a second, Shane. But uh, we gotta remind the audience. We one of our proud sponsors, Prize Picks, head on over to prizepicks.com. This is daily fantasy sports. And not only uh obviously college football, it's why we love prize picks, but NFL, NBA, all the other sports they got you covered at prize picks and with the promo code SEC very simple S E C if you sign up for a new account at Prize Picks they'll match your initial deposit all the way up to a hundred bucks so you could have two hundred bucks in your account today with that promo code SEC. And speaking of the prize picks, Shane, are you ready for my prize pick selections of the week? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. So I, I try not to tip my hand with these so Kind of went back and forth on some of them. But okay. Cody Schrader, yeah, <laughs> Mizzou, Mizzou, outstanding runner. He leads the SEC in rushing. I've been doubting him every week. I've been wrong yeah. every week. I'm going to keep doubting him. Come on. <laughs> under 91 and a half rushing yards. And before you answer, realize that Tennessee has played eight games mm-hmm. against FBS teams, and they've held six of them to under 100 yeah. rushing. So I'm feeling pretty good about Cody Schrader under 92 rushing yards. What's your thoughts on that?
1: That's a tough one, man. Because I mean, look what he did against Georgia Bulldogs. I said the same thing. I said, hey, the, he's clearly going to be running quite a bit during this game, and most likely to the left side of the line of scrimmage. I, I think even uh, our boy from Georgia told us that. You know, to look 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 at that interesting stat. But still, they handed him the rock, and he managed to get yards here. So, number one leading rusher in the in the SEC. It's it's tough to bottle him up, but that's a lot of yards, Mike. And I would think Tennessee is going to do what they've done through a few games, and that's sell out to that run. Nima's asking over under 2.5 times Mike's interrupts the professor. <laughs> it's definitely over. <laughs> definitely <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm going to start drinking out of his glass here in a minute. He's done moved it all the way to the opposite end table. I can't reach it. <laughs> all right. How about
0: this one, Shane? Quinshaw Junkins, outstanding uh-huh. Ole Miss running back, over 71 and a half rushing yards yeah. at Georgia. I know it's Georgia. But I think Judkins gets going at least to 72 rushing yards. And I got double whammy here. You can double up. That's yeah. another thing I love about prize picks. You can do multiple selections, multiply your winnings as well. Over half a rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. Judkins, he's, uh, I think he's like third or fourth in the SEC right now in rushing touchdowns. He's, hell, he's only played, he just played most of the season, but he's been banged up, so... Uh, gimme Juckins over 71 and a half rushing, over half a rushing touchdown.
1: Thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Right, that just sounds like an entertaining game, Mike. You know, <laughs> that's what that sounds like. <laughs> I I get it. He's fired up. He's he's looking good. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I, I don't think you can go wrong with that one. Now before they I'm kind of surprised the numbers that low though. Right? Well, me too. Now before they uh, jump on me, Shane, and
0: say, Well, what the hell? You jumping all over Mizzou? Over Brady Cook.
1: One and a half passing touchdowns.
0: I'm going over. I think he gets two. Yeah. On the Tennessee balls.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm right there with you, Mike. I think that uh, especially I don't know. I'm trying to. You say this, and then I'm trying to pick your score. You know what I'm saying? You're right. like, all right, so we're not going to run that well, but we're going to pass well. That's that's I'm, not I'm trying good. to throw you off is what I'm doing. Yeah, you're going. You're dodging and weaving here, but one and a half. The, with these weapons that they've got, absolutely. With the way Tennessee secondary's been playing here the last couple of weeks, that seems like a, that seems like the best bet that you've got on the board right now. Now, one more, final one.
0: So I went heavy on this one because I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about this one. Now you're saying I picked two Mizzou guys. What the hell? Why didn't I pick a Tennessee guy? Yeah. Jalen Wright, outstanding Tennessee running uh-huh. back, over
1: half a rushing touchdown. I think he gets one too. Yeah. Thoughts on that? No, I like that. And this is one of the interesting stats that are floating around everybody's quick to point out who the number one rusher is, but they're also quick to point out how many less attempts Wright has had. Right. So, you you know, and I'm not saying that these are the two best running backs in the SEC because we've got some dudes, but, you know, this is the one that I keep the argument I keep seeing online. And, uh, you know, these guys take it personal. They run hard. So I like that. Give me a touchdown for Wright. All right. So are you ready, brother? To get
0: in, we got seven <laughs> SEC matchups to get into. Are you ready to make uh, your picks? Hell yeah. Let's do it. All right. First one. Right? And here's what we typically do. If you're new. Probably, if you're listening to this, you already know. But I like to go in order of the kickoffs mostly, but I save the game of the week to the very end. So uh, let's go in order of the kickoffs again, Shane. We're going to go Alabama, number eight, Alabama on mm-hmm. the road at Kentucky. Uh, Alabama favored by 11 points in Lexington. The over-under is 46 total points. Game kicks off at noon Eastern, 11 o'clock Central on ESPN, right after college game day. These two, uh, they don't play that often. Yeah. But when they do, Alabama, <coughs> they're 38-2 over Kentucky, uh-huh. so they, they've won their fair share. Last time they played, chain 2020, the COVID year, Alabama won 63-3. <laughs> What you got in the ball game, my friend? Oh,
1: Mike, this one, I think, is going to be a really good game. I mean, the fact yeah. that Vegas only thinks there's 11 points spread here tells you that, hey, that's almost a one-possession game. And I don't think any Alabama fan is expecting that right now. I think Kentucky fans are looking at this game as it, the championship for them. And I'm, not, I'm not saying they're going to get any kind of accolades or crowns after this thing, but – you know the way the progression that Kentucky has made the last two weeks, I think, is phenomenal. The fact that Leary is coming back, um, you know, he is he is playing. Correct, that is confirmed. Yeah. And
0: he's got more passing
1: yards than Jalen Milrow. <laughs> yeah. Again, this I, it's a good, interesting stat. But my, I think the best part is the fact that Leary is taking that step forward yeah. and looking the part. You know, the the part that we thought was going to happen week one, he's finally starting to stretch his legs and go and. And I think this was what makes Kentucky a little bit dangerous. It's at noon. It's at home. There's an opportunity for Bama to overlook this one. I mean, this is picture perfect trap game scenario here. Don't be surprised if this thing is not tied, or even Kentucky has a lead throughout part of this game. Um, I, I hell, don't be don't be surprised if there is a miracle up there in the Bluegrass Strait because. Kentucky has the pieces to go toe to toe with some of these programs and unfortunately in, in weeks past they've they've stumbled somewhere so maybe right. they put the game together and uh in, in all facets and all uh, in all aspects but It's just tough for me to predict that upset, Mike, because the way Alabama has been playing here, I can't talk how good one is without mentioning the other one. You know, this quote-unquote decaying dynasty the first few weeks of the season has turned over a new leaf. Last week, they played phenomenal. The week before, they played phenomenal. Jalen is on a new level right now. But don't be surprised if it's a little sluggish. Florida can, or you remember last time, noon game, it was Florida, you know, another, it was just an ass kicking, and Kentucky took it to them. So the Wildcats can't get up early and get off. so, but I'm not going to drag this one out, Mike, but I think this game's a lot closer than people think it will be. I've got Alabama squeaking by 31, Kentucky 27. Oh, baby. Now that, yeah. that's a ball game right there. Four if that's what it is. I really I four feel points like it's going to be a Alabama. close game.
0: Mm-mm. Am I wrong? Why do you hate Alabama? I don't hate <laughs>
1: Alabama. I love <laughs> I love the way they're playing right now. Blue, and Bluegrass Miracle 2.0. Well, now, let's not forget how what happened in the Bluegrass Miracle. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> uh, so maybe that's not the reference we want to use here. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah.
0: No, oh, I, I like a lot of what you said. You know, it's funny um I, I I mentioned uh, Leary's stats because I th- I threw up the graphic with their oh, okay. combined yeah. stats, and then someone in the comments said, "Yeah, Devin Leary also got minus twenty two rushing yards on the season." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a completely different uh, beast. There we got one guy that's coming for the potentially a Heisman run yeah. in, in Jalen Milrow if they keep winning, and we got one guy putting some good games together, and we're saying, yeah. "Okay, maybe this is where all that hype was right. that we've been missing for seven weeks of the mm-hmm. season." You know, so but. I think being in Kentucky, I mean, this is, you know, someone asked us yesterday on the Bell Bag Show if Kentucky can get this win. Shane, does it make it a winning season? We said eh, eight or well, no. They said if the, they're totally looking over it, they're saying, well, yeah, we're gonna lose this one. What if we win out though? This is yeah. a good season, right? I mean, we are we're giving no respect to Kentucky, even diehard Kentucky fans. Yeah, they're they're just hoping and praying no one gets hurt and everybody has a good time and you know let's get out of this and, and rest up, but. I, I think Mark Stoops and company, they're, they're looking at it completely different, Shane. They're saying, we have struggled, but we, we just got a much-needed win. And if we can shock the world, nationally televised, right after college game day, there's going to be so many eyes on this football game. Alabama's getting hot. Oh, yeah, that's nice. If we can take down Nick Saban, we can dethrone the king of kings, All of a sudden, the nation's talking about Kentucky. We got Ray Davis, don't forget. Mm -hmm. He's starting to fall off a little bit, but he's still second in the SEC in rushing. You're right. Devin Leary's heating up. We got Dane Key. We got Barry and Brown. We got Tavian Robinson. We got weapons to challenge Alabama with. The defense is criminally underrated up there. It's not the defense fault that Kentucky's lost a couple games. It's mostly the offense. you know. So they got the pieces, Shane, and I'm right there. You talk about Alabama hate. Come on now, come on. <laughs> Alabama gonna win the national championship. You seeing all this? Alabama's gonna win the West. They, if they win this game, they win the West. So they might even be looking right past Kentucky, and already looking at them Georgia Bulldogs yeah. in Atlanta, and that might catch up to them. Shane, you're right. Decaying dynasty, as you coined it, made you look like a fool. But uh,
1: man, he's got an Aubie tattoo on his chest. You know that's how bad he hates Alabama. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think you're dead wrong, Shay. Dead wrong about this one. Give me Kentucky, twenty. Alabama, thirty-eight. They're gonna woof them Come on, this is a eighteen-point ball game on the road. Alabama covers these. I, I think this is. There's something wrong with this spread. They're begging you, to yeah. take out. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe because it is a four-quarter ball game. But just because they beat Mississippi State, I ain't. I can't get on board with that. I, I think Alabama's heating up. Yeah, and this this is their opportunity to clinch the West. I think they take full
1: advantage. I, I think they smoke Kentucky. See, I don't know if it's Vegas. I don't know if it's all this fine Kentucky bourbon or, or what. I've just I don't know. I'm I'm kind of getting sucked back into it, and be, just because again, trap game scenario. And I'm not again. I'm not saying Bama loses this thing, but I just don't think they blow them out here. I think Kentucky does the job keeping it close. And this is it, man. I mean, what if we? What if this is the biggest upset of the weekend? You never know, right? We'll be talking about it for all for years to come. You know, you know what we won't be talking about
0: for years to come, Shane, and that is Vanderbilt at South Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think I made a little uh, graphic for this bad boy. Oh, geez, the Gamecocks (laughs) favored by fourteen at home, (laughs) over under fifty-eight total points, noon Eastern on SEC Network, eleven Central. Uh, I, I always forget, Shane, this is one hell of a lopsided series. Yeah. South Carolina, 28-4 and four mm-hmm. over Vanderbilt. My goodness, they've won 14 in a row. It's the longest streak in the series. I'm called the J.P. Sports Game of the Week. You remember yeah, old JP? Yeah. That's just what this is. It.
1: Who you got this one? This week? is it, and they're awesome uh, displays <laughs> and, and and graphics. No, shouldn't they do that once a year? Do JP Game of the Why Year? Why not? Why not? Yeah, have it was, some fun. I think it would be great. And in fact, back in the day, you may this game may have been blacked out. You couldn't even watch it. You know, <laughs> pay per view. You know, <laughs> but I, I I joke because you know I'm trying to find the silver lining in this game and. You know, South Carolina, as ugly as it was, got a win last week. You know, and the, and they're building off of it. I think Beamer is trying to say the right things. He just keeps getting in his own way. And um, you know, South Carolina, they need some momentum, and especially with the way this season is going to end, they they are fighting for their lives. They're fighting for a bowl. It's still floating out there. You can't you can't take your foot off the gas and. And the problem with Vanderbilt is Vanderbilt can score. They just haven't here the last couple of weeks. I don't know what the quarter – I haven't even – I feel, Ken, Ken Seals is the quarterback. This so, week. Yeah, so obviously we're going to get a little bit better quarterback play there. Vanderbilt can put points up. They do got some weapons. And uh, South Carolina still doesn't have a defense. You know, that's not getting yeah. corrected this weekend. So don't, don't be afraid. Don't be as – surprised if you see vanderbilt put up 21 28 points you know and i just think south carolina has too much firepower to 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 let this be a ball game so yeah um another big win for uh for beamer and company but i just don't know about the spread there mike i'm gonna say vanderbilt sneaks back into this thing give me south carolina 38 vandy 28 oh baby a lot of points 10 point i mean we even got people in the comments shane they're saying do it. We- if, if they lose
0: this game, is Beamer getting fired? Ugh. I mean, he's he's not, but, I mean, the fact that they're even
1: suggesting that. Do you remember when we were at Tennessee Ole Miss a few years back and the the South Carolina-Vanderbilt game came over the loudspeaker? And, and huh? I want to say Vandy was winning or it was tied, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. It almost feels like this could be one of those games against South Carolina. I felt like they were overlooking Jackson State, but, you know, I think that would help them in this one, not overlooking Vanderbilt, but – the only thing Vanderbilt's really been missing is quarterback play. Since Swan's been out, Kim yeah. came in and he was able to move the ball against you know George, was it Georgia I believe or, or was it uh, Florida? You know he's yeah. he's he's came in and he's he's able to do that. So I just think that's going to be one of those games. A little bit interesting. No defense at all on either side, and uh, you know I just think South Carolina's got too much. Yeah.
0: No, I think you're exactly right. But I got some stats here for you, Shane. These are efficiency numbers, so not just yards or anything like yeah. that. I think efficiency gives you a lot more accurate gauge of who these teams really are. It factors in who you're playing and things of that nature. Vandy, rush offense, 111th in the country. Mm. South Carolina rush defense, 92 in the country. So, week on week. South Carolina rush offense, 97 in the country. Vandy rush defense, 108th. I don't, I don't know what to take here, Shane. I really don't, but, uh, Oh, and by the way, they're both, they're past defenses. Mm -hmm. Vandy, 114th South Carolina, 116th. Yeah. So they can't stop a lick. They can't run the ball either, but what can South Carolina do? They got one hell of a quarterback Mm -hmm. in Spencer Rattler. They got one hell of a receiver in Xavier Leggett, who's not even healthy. Right. And he's still beast mode out here. I all season, these guys have been a difference and without them, they're, Hell, I don't – there's one uh, – I'm trying to think. Let me pull up the schedule here. There, there's one team they, w- they would have walked over without these guys. It was uh, Furman. Yeah. But beyond that, they lost every damn game, if yeah. not for Spencer Rattler and Xavier Leggett. I think they're they're big in this game as well. I'm right there with you. I don't have it near as close as you, though, but uh, I actually like South Carolina, and I like the spread. So give me mm-hmm. – we we both got the Gamecocks, 38. But I got Vanderbilt 23. So I got it a 15-point game. Okay. Just barely covering the spread. This this is a get right game. Yeah. And, and South Carolina still's got bowl hopes. Yeah. If, if they look really bad in this one, though,
1: I don't I don't know, man. It's it's gonna make well, for a long, I think long. Week. I think that's what this team wants to avoid. You know, I know there was a lot of celebration. That was the talk after last week's game. Shane Beamer coming out and, and making those comments over and over again that he's not gonna he's not gonna apologize for a win. But he won't have to if they can come out here and 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 lay three or four scores on Vandy, you know? But if they keep it close, it's gonna be the same old same old, and then we're gonna go into these next couple of weeks saying there's a real shot that they don't make a bowl game now, you know. Right. So the, the nobody remember they wanna forget October. This is a new month. Keep winning. People remember what you do in November. Slim says, Vanderbilt's using a chalkboard as their scoreboard at their state. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: I'm, I'm dying over here. Mm. All right, how about this one, Shane? I the fans, are they're, in, they're, they're dying for this one. Yeah. 330 Eastern SEC, CBS, Tennessee, number 13, Tennessee, at number 14, Missouri. Mm-hmm. The Vols favored by a point and a half on the road. Over-unders, 58 and a half points. Uh, again, three thirty Eastern, two thirty Central on CBS. Tennessee has flipped it; they, they lead the series now, six to five. Missouri's been leading it for a while now, but Tennessee's won four in a row. And last year they won sixty-six to twenty-four. It was Josh Heupel's biggest win as a head coach. Who do you like in the ball game?
1: Oh, Mike, I like them both. They they don't do ties anymore. I don't think that's that's even possible now. So, but brother, this one. This one's near and dear to me because I told you at the start of the season I felt like I felt like Mizzou was going to have a hell of a year, possibly ten wins. And if you recall those two losses, I knew I said it will be Georgia, and it'll either be LSU or Tennessee. Well, they lost to LSU, yep. So you're thinking, well, Tennessee, they may get the win here. When I look at Mizzou, what I love about this team is the balanced offense tactics. We, we talked about Schrader leading the country in rushing. We're talking about the receivers that have stepped up. I think uh, not just the obvious burden here, but you got Weiss came in. Mookie, yeah. they all look good. They're all producing. Cooks is, is cooking, man. I mean, he is not only a, 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 a accurate quarterback, but a very mobile quarterback. A lot of people don't get to talk about his legs. They've got the perfect offense. Their defense you know, it's suspect at times, but really here of late has come together and, and has made made the opposing team, you know, one-dimensional sometimes, which I don't think Tennessee can afford that, you know, because we've seen games, Florida Gators is particular, if you cannot run or throw, you're going to get shut down. And Tennessee, the reason they've been so successful successful here lately is just how balanced they've become, the, the, the confidence of Joe Milton. Has grown and grown each week, and uh, you're starting to see a little bit more of that connection with the receivers down the field. Um, I think that's important because you're going to get a very, very confident Tennessee Volunteer team, and you're going to get a very, very confident Mizzou team this weekend. Yeah, which is going to make for an epic showdown, Mike. That's why Vegas has this one so damn close because even they don't know who's going to win it. Even the I don't really know who's going to win it, but I've got to pick one, Mike. So as I'm playing this scenario, in my mind, I expect a shootout. I expect a lot of points in this game. And I think it's going to come down to the last possession. And Missouri is going to get that final score, Mike. But they're going to fail on the (laughs) two-point conversion. Give me Tennessee 35, Mizzou 34. (laughs) Morse down Honda, baby. (laughs) Oh, man, brother. I, 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 I swear, I'm worried about this one. As yeah. a as a, Vol, as a diehard Vol homer, you know, I worry about this one because I've watched Missouri more than I've watched any other SEC team this year. And one thing that I've, I've noticed is that if they play their cards right, they can tear this segment. They cannot do what they – Tennessee cannot do what they did Texas A&M. Texas A&M, they sold out to the run because they just had no, no confidence that this passing attack is going to do anything. you know. So if they do that with Mizzou, th- they're going to eat them apart. And, and I think that's the key. The pivotal part of this weekend's matchup will not be the offense. It will be the defense. Does Tennessee's defense come together, especially that secondary? They made that adjustment last week, but it was UConn. You know what I'm saying? Right. The first – few drives, UConn could do anything and everything they wanted to in the secondary. Well, you play that way, Mizzou's going to stomp your ass. But I just feel like they are not going to be able – I think they take a big step this week, Mike. And and like I said, I feel like this is going to come down to the absolute wire, and it would not blow my mind if Mizzou wins this game. But Tennessee is still fighting. It's It's a long, long shot, but they're fighting for an SEC championship opportunity here and uh to do that they've got to win this week mm. maybe a little letdown on mizzou side oh they're pissed shane <laughs> of course they are of course they're, they are they're but...
0: calling you a homer now homer pick oh eh? <laughs> yeah you know uh, how about this stat though shane you might be right you might be right josh Hypel is six and two when the spread is three points or less that's that's pretty damn good and not only that shane is he six and two in those games, yeah. average margin of victory is 19 points. In spreads, three points or less, including last year at LSU. I mean, that was supposed to be a nail-biter. They, they blew him off a damn field. A lot, a lot going into this one, Shane. Joe Milton, he's got a touchdown pass in 13 consecutive games. That's the third longest streak in Tennessee history yeah. for all the the hell he takes. You know, he's been pretty effective. Tennessee, we talked about it, number one rushing offense in the SEC, number one Stopping the run in the SEC. Cody Schrader, number one, 919 yards, number one in rushing. And this has a feel to me, Shane, where Mizzou's receivers are going to be a big-time mismatch for Tennessee. I don't think they have any answer for Luther Burden, Theo Weiss, Mookie Cooper, all this. You know, they even got a – he's young, but they got a good tight end, North Fleet. I mean, he's solid. So I I think Brady Cook, man, let Brady Cook – one thing you kind of hit on it there, but what <laughs> just go back to that. as as long as you remember being a Tennessee fan, what kind of quarterback just kills and balls? Mobile. And he's mobile as could be. You know what? I've I've seen Brady Cook take over games, Shane. I really have with his legs. It makes me think it might happen, Shane. Yeah. Sell out four in a row. One thing that's got me thinking it won't though. Well. Uh-huh. Mizzou run defense, Shane, against Kansas State, they gave up 138 rushing yards against LSU, 274. Kentucky, 181. They stopped South Carolina, 69. South Carolina can't run on anybody. And then Georgia last week, 131. If it's if that trend continues, Tennessee's going to run all over their ass. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think this is back and forth, back and forth. I think the winners get into 10 games. Yeah. And I think that means a lot. And I think it means a lot to both these programs. Right. It means something for Tennessee to, to have staying power, to have back-to-back. There's there's only a couple of teams, Shane, in the SEC that can go back-to-back 10-win seasons. Bama, Georgia, that's obvious. Ole Miss, and Tennessee. Those are the only ones. No one else can say they they're, they're even have an opportunity to do that. But for Mizzou and company, I mean, winning 10 games, that would validate their program. Mm-hmm. Remember, drink. They were ready to run his ass off about six weeks ago. They forget that, but I didn't forget. Uh -uh. But they're back. You know what? Yeah. Back and forth, back and forth, Shane. Give me Tennessee 35. We got the same same score. Tennessee 35. Mizzou 38. I like Mizzou to win (laughs) at home. If this game's in Neyland Stadium, I'd flip it the other way. I know. But I I just – I don't think Tennessee's going to have any answer for Missouri's weapons. And I, I ain't buying all this bullshit. Luther Burden's hurt. He's hurt every week. Yeah. And he comes out and he balls out of control. Now, I, I do think he got pretty banged up against Georgia, and I think that's why he was largely ineffective in the second half. So maybe that lingers, but I think that if he was truly hurt, they I think they would just keep it down low and they wouldn't update it and they'd be very, very vague.
1: I think Luther Burden plays. I have really bad feelings about this one. Because cause exactly what you said, Mike, you know, it's like you feel like one team's going to win, but you may want another team to win. And, you know, I think that's where I'm at personally with this game because I do see a scenario that, that Mizzou runs away with it. But I just – I don't know, man. The way – I don't know. I, this is – I really feel like this game, it takes ex- – one mistake. Which one of these teams is gonna have to make a mistake? Is it Joe Milton, right, or or, or is it somebody maybe in in the backfield of Mizzou, or or, jeez, I just don't know. Maybe Luther is banged up, you know, and then all of a sudden that that team gets a little bit, you know, a little bit tighter, and and, and so I don't know. I'm, I'm just I go round and round. It's not an easy place to win, but I, I feel like Tennessee finds a way to to sneak one here. And yeah, so let me ask you that, because that's kind
0: of where I was going to go with this. What would surprise you more? Tennessee wins by a slim margin, Mizzou wins by a s- slim margin, or either one of them blows
1: the other one out? You know, it's it's funny that you say it that way. I, f- I feel like either Tennessee is going to win by a slight margin or potentially Mizzou blows them out. Really? Yeah, I I. I, I, I Again, I, I see a scenario. It's just like I said with this this ball club. They, if Mizzou is hitting on all cylinders, they, I mean they could have. I'm not saying they could have beat Georgia, but that was the best test for them. You know they they are right there in the mix if they're playing at a hundred percent. But as soon as you start getting a little injury soon as, you know, you, you have a mistake or, you know, more tapes out there too. So the same old, same old, same old is not working. You can't just throw back shoulder every single time, you know. The teams are going to pick up on that. So what is the adjustments they make this weekend? There's an opportunity that Mizzou can run away with this thing. But then again, I, I just, I don't know. I, I got I got faith in Hopple, man. I, yeah. I, I just, I don't think he's overlooking this team, but I think he's going to have some shit dialed up for him too. Yeah. Well, you know what else I got faith in?
0: The Professor. So head on over to mybookie.ag <laughs> today, sign up for a new account. This is the number one way to help the podcast this football season. Sign up with that promo code that SECTHATSEC over at mybookie.ag today, and they're willing to give our listeners an exclusive offer, $200 cash bonus over at mybookie online sportsbook. Fade me. Ride with the professor. He's red hot over at my bookie. And are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every Game day occasion, no need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. We haven't even got to your lock yet, Shane. I'm I'm dying. <laughs> are, are we getting close? I mean, I'm dying to see who this who this uh, Professor Lock of the Week is. We'll see where are you going. Where right. are you going this week? This next, Shane. We're going Auburn. Well, you just found it. At Arkansas. <laughs> uh oh. Arkansas Razorbacks finally getting off the losing streak last week. Auburn's mm-hmm. won two in a row, but them Razorbacks, Shane, favored at home by two and a half points. The over unders, 48 total points. This game kicks off at four o'clock Eastern, three o'clock Central on the SEC network. Auburn leads the all time series 19 to 14, but Arkansas won last year, Shane. But Auburn had won the previous six in a row, Mm -hmm. which was the longest in the series history until Arkansas won last season. So, who you got in the ballgame?
1: well, this one is the old lock. You know, there's something to say about momentum. There's something to say about a team pulling their straps up and just going out there and playing some damn football. And I feel like both these programs – Kind of fit that bill. Nobody's talking about Auburn. I mean, I mean, there's a handful of us. Nobody's out there bragging on Sam Pittman what he did last week going down to Florida. That was big for for us SEC homers. But you know, your Joe Blow up there in South Carolina or Texas, you know, they, they're not looking at that twice. They they don't see it. But I see it, Mike. I see two programs that made a couple mistakes early in the season. They're trying to correct it. They're trying to get right, and they've taken some big steps. Last week, what K.J. Jefferson and Rocket Sanders put together down there in Gainesville was freaking impressive. They fired Enos. He's out. And then all of a sudden, the the offense finds production. That's funny how that works. Mike, you fire somebody, you move (laughs) forward. Auburn – Had no offense for the first six games of the season, it felt like. But all of a sudden, they're like, hey, I kind of like this downfield throwing. And Thorne actually looks like a decent quarterback. Brother, I go around and around on these types of games because, again, it's not ones people are – they're not talking about it. You're not going to find this on ESPN. They're going to talk about the Georgia Ole Miss and maybe Tennessee Mizzou. But they ain't talking about this damn game, and they will be at the end of it. Because as fun as that run was down there in Gainesville, the buck stops this week, Mike. Uh Hugh Freeze reminds everybody that he is going bowling. He reminds everybody that, hey, here in a few weeks when Bama comes to town, you better put them on upset alert. Because Auburn's got one of the best defenses in the country, and their offense is starting to kick in a little bit. I'm telling you, Hunter right now is playing his best football Hugh Freeze is dialed up. He's picking plays now. (laughs) Can't get enough of it, and Auburn fans are loving it. So they're going to go up there, and they're going to beat the shit out of Arkansas. Give me Auburn 30, (laughs) Arkansas 20. Lock it down, (laughs) Professor. I'm throwing up your, uh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh,
1: man. You know, I've made a lot of money with Auburn. If you think about Professor, I've picked on them a few times. Um, and I tell you, I'm so confident, Mike, that if Auburn loses this game and mm-hmm. Arkansas wins it, I think we should have us a little bet. Yeah. Yeah. And I was trying to think, what can I do creative? That's not physically tough <laughs> right now, you know, because I'm done. I'm out of the exercise department. So I'm thinking more of the consuming department. So have you ever seen them? I saw it the other day. Somebody sent me a picture. Said, hey, what about this? It was some some fish thing in a jar, you know? Right. And I thought about that and I said, yeah, but how can we relate it to Arkansas pickled pig's feet? I think that's the nastiest damn thing I've ever seen in the grocery store. And I will eat one of those. If Arkansas somehow pulls off a miracle here and beats Auburn tigers oh boy pig's feet oh my dude
0: that's so nasty have you seen them uh, that, uh you sent me i didn't know what you were yeah, sending me, but yeah that's, yeah i've seen them now but man they are fired up in the comment section here shane they're these arkansas fans could not thank you enough for <laughs> locking down and, and remember the professor yeah he's he's won a couple here but he's also on a losing streak yeah, so back on it Ooh,
1: I mean odds are statistically, glasses, no glasses. It's not looking too good for Auburn here, but I just feel like I don't know. Like I said, I narrowed it down between a couple of games, but this one just kind of stood out to me. What has Auburn done that's wrong? You know, they yes, they haven't played great opponents. I mean, that, that may be part of it. That's the key to Mississippi it right there. State, uh, Vanderbilt last week, but they just looked so damn good during it. Maybe that's me. I just I'm buying into the hype as they steamroll these the garbage programs, but I'm wrong, ain't I? Shit, why am I wrong? What do you got? You got Arkansas winning you're all, by you're 30? You're all about them Tigers, Shane,
0: for whooping up on lowly Vanderbilt yeah. and Mississippi State, far and away the two worst teams in the SEC right now. I mean, if Vanderbilt cared about football – I don't even want to go there, but they'd probably have a different coach. You know, Mississippi mm-hmm. State's about to have a new coach because they care about football and they care about how far their programs fallen. so it's just so hard for me to take much stock into what Auburn's done the last two weeks. Now, that's not me just shitting on the program, but the fact, Yeah, I mean, you do make a good point, Hugh Freeze in here, calling plays. Yeah. It is working, so we'll yeah. hand him that. But at the same time, he's micromanaging, and we're talking, you know, Few games into his first season. He's already season control. I don't know. That that doesn't look great to me. It still doesn't seem like they know what the hell they're doing with the quarterbacks. I know Peyton Thorne looked good against Mississippi State. Their pass defense is one of the worst parts of their team. Yeah. Peyton Thorne threw a really bad pick six against Vanderbilt. And they basically said, All right, we ain't we ain't throwing the ball no more. You you can't, just can't get away with stuff like that against Arkansas. Right. KJ's back, back to being KJ. Rocket Sanders back. People were doubting him, thinking he's throwing in on the year. And man, they just—they look like a team possessed. Uh-huh. Now was Florida? Florida may have been smoking and mirrors, Shane. But if you're telling me, beating Vanderbilt, beating Mississippi State, we're going on the road in the swamp where you've literally never won. For a team that had to get it to get to bowl eligibility, what's more impressive? Hell yeah, Arkansas. Is, that's a hell of a lot more impressive. I—I I like this Kenny. uh, I don't even know how to say it. Kenny G. Kenny G, the offensive coordinator. He he seems that – you saw after that game, man. Those players love that guy. And I think he loves them too. So, I mean, they're, they're fighting for each other. You already know, man. I'm going Arkansas. <laughs> Come on, Arkansas. But I, I think you're right. I think this is – well, I, you're not right. But it could be a close game. Like, I, yeah. I don't think they're just going to blow the doors off Auburn right. because you're right. Auburn does have a very good defense. Right. And Jarquez Hunter's eating up. Yeah, absolutely. If he runs wild, you are – one thousand percent right. Yeah. Auburn wins this game, but I think that makes it a little simple—not simple, but the path to victory is there for Arkansas. You just right. got to corral Jarquez Hunter in this running game, uh, Batee as well. Slow them down. They cannot beat you through the air. I really don't. I don't right. think they got the weapons. I don't think they got the quarterback on the road. Them hogs, man, they're back. They're back. They've they've been gone for six weeks. They're back in the mentions here. They're going crazy here. They're all aboard. Oh, so yeah. I think Arkansas wins 27-23, and I cannot wait, Shane, for you to eat them pig's feet on this show.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that Arkansas rush defense, the old steel curtain, you know. <laughs> What's their numbers, <laughs> you know, because you're right. Hunter has been uh, warming up. I've just, I just there's something about Auburn quietly having a great season. You know they gave Ole Miss a run for their money. They gave Georgia a run for their money. A uh, and M. You know there was those. That's three games that you know if 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 they if the cards went a little bit different, you yeah. know we may be talking about a you know an eight win team right now. So I, it, it probably a top twenty five program. And I'm not saying. Auburn is a top twenty-five, but the fact that Hugh Freeze has got them there in that mix is is letting me know that hey, nobody is an easy win or an easy loss on the on our on Auburn's schedule. So um, I just like them. I just I think they're heating up at the right time. Shane, the uh, Arkansas fans are already making excuses for you. They're saying yeah. you're hungover on night <laughs> That's why
0: you're not thinking logically here. So yeah. I get it. I get it. But uh, last thing I got on this game, and we'll move on, Shane. What happened? And and neither one of us is picking this, so I'm not saying this is likely. But what if Arkansas blows their doors off and they and they they look really good on offense? Once you know, I I think 39 points against Florida—that's pretty damn good on the road in the SEC. They do something similar, 38, 40, whatever, whatever. If they blow their
1: doors off does Dan Enos ever get a job again? (laughs) (laughs) No, Dan's going to, he's going to drift off for a few years. He probably should go to a different conference, kind of lay low, Yep, you know, maybe even sneak back into Bama, you know, and get with Nick or, you know, one of those cats and just fetch coffee for a year or two. And (laughs) who knows? He'll get a nurse shot. (laughs) All right. How about this one, Shane? Florida yeah, at number 19 LSU.
0: Uh, LSU favored by 13 and a half points. Sounds like I, I have not seen a uh, latest update here, Shay, but it sounds like Jane Daniels is going to play for LSU. He's listed as probable. So that's, that's very good. And that's according from uh, the official LSU account. So he's more than likely going to play here. Right. Yeah. Um, LSU favored by 13 and a half points at home. 63 and a half is the over under. 730 Eastern, 630 Central on the SEC network. The all-time series tied at 33 apiece. LSU's won four in a row over Florida. They've never won five in a row. Last year they won in the swamp 45 to
1: 35. Who do you like in the game here, Shane? Oh man. This is this is the the patch we talked about, Mike. You know, last week. I think the reason a lot of Florida Gator fans were so upset was they were right there at bowl locking down and you got Arkansas at home, black jerseys. You think, I mean, four weeks ago, we would have said they're in, you know, they're going to get that win. And then because they, they have to, because they've got LSU, they got Missouri, they've got Florida state. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They have got a rough road here. And I think they got kicked in the damn teeth last week, brother. And that carries a lot of weight with you. I don't know. I don't know if the locker room's coming apart. I'm not saying that. But I, I follow a lot of Florida fans, and, and I I keep an eye on them, you know? Yeah. I, I always keep an eye on them, especially after a tough loss like that. And a lot of them are upset. That, you know, they're out on Billy again. and. and and he can't win on the road. I mean, yeah, if we had South Carolina again, maybe. You know, if we had a Mississippi State or a Vanderbilt on the road, yeah. But this is LSU Tigers, and your quarterback is a potential Heisman candidate, and he's playing. If he was not playing, I still think it would be damn close, and I, and I would give LSU the edge. But the fact that, that Jade is going to be out there, how? who's betting on this one? You know, that's the reason it's a, what, 14-point spread now. So. Yeah. LSU is just too much, and even if they are upset, even if they are a little hungover from last week's emotional loss, they are going to find a way to put up a shit ton of points on the Florida Gators, and the Gators ain't going to be able to keep up. Now, they'll be able to put points up too because LSU obviously has no defense, but (laughs) I like LSU to kind of run away with this one, brother. Give me 42, Florida Gators, 24.
0: Nima in the comments says, Cousin Shane needs to take Sunbelt Billy's advice. Yeah. Get some more sleep while you're sick. Oh, that's a good <laughs> advice. <laughs> <laughs> but Ooh. does it give you any concern, though? Because this has happened many times, Shane, where LSU, you know, the season basically for LSU yeah. is Bama. Mm-hmm. And you lose to Bama, and then it beats you twice. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's where this, you know, they say coach cliches and all this, but sometimes these cliches are true. Yeah, And, and it, it has gotten LSU many times right after it. Uh, they're a hurting team their quarterbacks probable so you know he's going to play but um I don't know does that give you any concern that maybe they're not going to be yet I mean what are they playing for now I mean I don't I don't think the players really think that way but I know a lot of the fans do you know you can't win they had an outside shot at the playoff they had an outside shot at the west all that's gone right um any, does that concern you at all? Because you've got a pretty lopsided, so you, it does sound like you A are. little
1: concerned, but again, uh, I think when you look at this game, especially if you just look at the last 10 years, yeah, majority of them is a one-possession score, and there's been a lot of good LSU teams playing. There's been a lot of good Florida games. You know, It's like it does not matter I mean, to that extent. I mean, even the best year – with, you remember when Burrow is down there? I mean, that was a tight football game till the very end, and then they they pulled away. So, you know, you can't really rule out any any team in this matchup because they always find a way. This is the infamous shoe toss, and yep, there's some going to be some crazy storylines following this game. I just right now, where are your confidence level? I just I'm going with quarterback play, and and I think LSU's got the, one of the best, if not the best, quarterback in the country right now, and and he's got. He's still got some stuff he wants to prove. I, I think last week, you know, was he was upset he wasn't able to finish it. We saw his parents down there. Yep. You know, what do you do? You get out here, you get back on the horse, and you remind everybody how good you are. And I think that's what we see here. It's going to be a Daniels show. I do think he stays more in the pocket, maybe not as much running as he did with Alabama, but uh, so much firepower on that side of the football.
0: Yeah, and to your point, Shane, LSU leads the country in pass efficiency and third down conversion rate. Mm-hmm. They're second in the nation in passing touchdowns and first downs total, uh, and they're third in scoring. Yeah. And Brian Thomas, outstanding receiver, leads the country in touchdowns. Oh, and by the way, Malik Neighbors, he's number two in the country <laughs> in touchdowns. Oh, and by the way, uh, they're both top four in the SEC in receiving. I mean, they're, they're yeah. freaks of nature here. But not to be outdone, Graham Mertz leads the SEC in a completion percentage. And if you look at the efficiency numbers, Florida, number 24 pass offense. LSU, 119th pass defense. Florida, 53 rush offense, not great, but LSU 116 rush defense. Right. So when Florida has the football, they should be at a major advantage in this matchup. And Billy Napier, say what you want about him, Shane. Oh, I will. He keeps he keeps these games close. I mean, he don't win many, but he keeps them close. You know what I mean? And I think this game's personal. Remember, he was at Louisiana. Mm-hmm. He wanted this LSU job. His best season at Louisiana was right when the LSU, when Coach O got sent packing. He was campaigning yeah. on local radio down there why he'd be a great choice for that job. They didn't even consider him. Well, That's maybe because they had Brian Kelly in their back. I don't know. But, uh, you know, th- I think it's a personal game to Brian Kelly, Shane. Unfortunately for him, LSU's won ten consecutive night games in a row in Tiger Stadium, and he's two and eight yeah. away from a swamp. So, yeah, give me LSU, but I don't think it's a blowout, Shane. I really do. I think it goes down to the wire. I don't. I don't know. I, th- I think there's going to be a letdown factor, but yeah. not so much. Your quarterback could easily have sat this one out. Yeah, I mean, he got destroyed, and he's up off the mat. He's doing everything he can to to will you to victory. And if you come out flat, you got no respect for the best player in the country, and he's your best teammate. So I, I don't think LSU is going to come out flat. I just think Florida, I think they're going to play like like everything's on the line because I think it is. Because this may be their only shot at a win here. Absolutely. LSU 33, Florida 30. I, Damn, I, I'm close. telling you, I, okay. I think it goes right down to the wire. All right, man. Damn.
1: <laughs> and that That would be a hell of a matchup <laughs> right there. I'd
0: love to see it. Yeah. All right, how about this one, Shane? Mississippi State
1: mm-hmm.
0: at Texas A&M. The Maggie's favored by 18 and a half points. The over-under is only 43, so it's about half halfway to the over-under there. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on ESPN2. Mississippi State, though, leads the series 6-5 to five at, uh, as SEC opponents. That's, most people don't realize that. Mississippi State's won two in a row, and they whooped their ass last yeah. year. 42-24. So this, it ain't like A&M owns this one. No. Who do you like in the matchup here, Shane?
1: I thought that was 7.30 a.m. But <laughs> <laughs> it's p.m. I did get a night game here, Mike. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you right now, you fire Jimbo if he loses this one because there's no reason he should. Yep. And uh, I won't spend too much time on this game, but I will say this, brother. I expect AM to come out and just play ball, man. You know, just – just move. I, I'm not expecting crazy plays here. I'm not expecting them to open up a playbook here. Yeah. I, I I'm thinking they're going to keep the game plan simple here. Max has been banged up. Can't afford to get him hurt. Look for him to get the ball out. A lot more short stuff. Keep play, keep away. Both these teams are going to try to do that. So yeah. that's why it's going to be such a low scoring game here. Mississippi State's in bad, bad shape right now, and there's no reason the Aggies should have any question who's going to win this game. So, Texas A&M, I've got 28. Mississippi State, 10. So, I, I, I like the points. Got right in. down to the point. I, I mean, I, I'd <laughs> love to stretch this damn thing out, Mike. And I'm surprised we're talking about it so late in the show. But I, I just, short of, of A&M really just falling on a grenade here, you know, I mean, this would be an ultimate win for for Arnett and company to come down here. And I know you look at the record, and and they've had a lot of, you know, they've had a lot of success in in recent history against Texas A&M, but Aggies have never expected to lose this game, especially this year. And if that happens, Mike, by God, we got to have an emergency podcast and be the first ones to talk about them firing Jimbo Fisher because there's no reason they should lose this game. Yeah, I can sum this one up
0: pretty quick, Shane. Not even Jimbo blow this (laughs) one. You know what I mean? I mean, Max Johnson, he's Mm -hmm. another one. He's a warrior. Yeah. He's getting killed back here. But uh, Mississippi State offensive line is, uh, again, one of the weaker units in the SEC going up against this Texas A&M defensive front. They should have a field day with Mississippi State. It's at home. It's at night. Huge, huge favorite for good reason. And, hell, we just saw Auburn destroy Mississippi State, and we saw Kentucky— which is not even playing that well right now. They just completely embarrass Mississippi State in Starkville, nonetheless. So, uh, yeah, I mean, every matchup in this game, I think, favors Texas A&M. I think you're right. Uh, I, I would go even a bigger spread than you, Shane. I'm going Texas A&M 35, Mississippi State 10, and I'm not even confident Mississippi State getting that 10 on this Aggie defense. You know what?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. is will rogers he's not playing is he i don't believe so but he's not officially been ruled out just yet you know, that 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 would be the only damn here we we piled on him and said they can't do anything all of a sudden will rogers <laughs> comes out and has a day he's never lost you to know him. i know oh, maybe his freshman year that would be a big one uh, i'm just that would be the only saving grace here is will rogers comes through that and it's and we piled on them all, all year long. Now we're like, please God, come back, you know. <laughs> Give us something. <laughs> all right, how about this Shane? game of the
0: week here? But waiting on this one. Number eight, oh, excuse me, number nine old miss at number two, Georgia. Then Bulldog Shane, favored by ten and a half points at home. Mm-hmm. Over under fifty eight total points. Night game on ESPN, seven o'clock Eastern, six Central. Whoa, what a good time here, brother! Georgia's won twenty four in a row at home. They've won twenty six in a row overall. How about this stat, Shane? This is unbelievable. Senior, it's Senior Day. Yeah, Georgia's senior class is forty six and three. <laughs> the only class that beats it. You take a wild guess.
1: Ever in the SEC? No, in, at Georgia. Oh, at it, Georgia? It's pretty
0: easy. Just You don't have to think hard about it. 20, or the last year's? Last year. <laughs>
1: last, year so
0: last year was 49-5 yeah. and five with two national championships. So this senior class has an opportunity to beat it. They yeah. just haven't played enough games just yet. So, uh, I mean, just incredible, incredible numbers here from them Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, who you like in a matchup here, Shane?
1: Mm, 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 mm. This is going to be a good game. And I, I say, I've said that. I think five times today. But I feel like this one is going to come down to the wire. You know, I I love what Lane Kiffin's been doing with Ole Miss. The guys are getting healthy at the right time. You know, the defense is doing just enough to keep them in these ball games. Uh, Georgia Bulldogs, They obviously they, they took a huge step last week with, again, I think a huge win with Mizzou. But I do think there was a little bit of exposure last weekend. You know, they, they weren't able to play the conservative Georgia that Kirby wants to, you know, get the lead, lean on the running game. He wasn't able to do that. They had to fight for three, almost four quarters there. And I think that's important because so did Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. So there's a lot of tape on these guys. There's no not going to be a lot of wrinkles, but this is such a big game. This is a game, if you ask Lane Kiffin, what's the most – what if you're looking at all of the of, of the schedule – what is the number one game you want? It was Alabama. Number two was Georgia. If he could knock off Kirby Smart, man, talk about a feather in his cap. Because he likes patting himself on the back. He likes to let everybody know that he's potentially the best coach in the SEC. And Ole Miss has got a squad that could go in there to Athens and find a way to pull off an upset. I I, I truly think that this game, Mike, is going to come down to the wire. And I, I know Brock's coming out. I know the seniors. It's gonna be it's gonna be hyped. It's gonna be loud. It's gonna be at night, which I think, you know, plays a little bit more uh favorite for them Georgia Bulldogs because that place is that Georgia stadium is not like it was ten years ago. Mike, Georgia has had a lot of success, but this crowd it's like they got rid of the old people or something, you know, and they said, hey, if you ain't going to don't come in here. Just stay there at the house and watch this thing. This next generation of Georgia fans has made Athens just a a hub and, and will always be on one of those lists of toughest places to play yeah. because it truly is. And I think that is going to be the factor, man. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's going to come down to the fans. And if they come rocking and they get these guys off their A game, Ole Miss is going to drop this one. So it's going to be tight. I think it comes down to the the very last quarter. But I've got Georgia Bulldogs winning, 31, Ole Miss, 28. Wow. Fantastic football game, Mike. And a real shot here. I'm still, as a vault fan, you know, I'm going to be glued to this game as well, especially if they find a way to beat Missouri, turn this thing on because miracles happen. Miracles happen every day. And we're going to need it. The stars aligned, yeah. but this is uh, this would be huge for Ole Miss fans. This would be huge for Vol fans, potentially. I mean, it's it's, it's going to be awesome. Could this be the upset we've been waiting for in the SEC <laughs> Set, yeah.
0: every week? But I it's, it's going to happen eventually. 20, oh, 25 baby.
1: games now,
0: Georgia, we've been saying, this <laughs> could be the time <laughs> uh, <and> the streak ends. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie just chimed in, Shane. He yeah. said he'll ship you another bottle of bourbon if you pick – bama with that elusive double lock (laughs) (laughs) oh man he said some uh, good stuff too you know I I think I like a lot of what you had to say Shane how about this Shane Ole Miss outscoring teams in the first quarter Mm -hmm. 117 to 38 that's big that's like Josh Heupel jumping on people and then how about uh in the fourth quarter because it's not just they just come out and jump on you and they don't do anything fourth quarter when it matters most they're outscoring teams 103 to 44. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that the tempo, you know, Jackson Dart's running it efficiently, and they're jumping on people, and they're staying on them. They're wearing them down in the fourth quarter. Judkins leads the SEC, like I said, 12 rushing. To, I think he has a big day. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people nationally don't know the name Trey Harris yet. <laughs> they're going to know it on Saturday. Right. You know, if casual fans that don't follow SEC like we do. But he is elite, and I don't know if Georgia can shut him down. They'll mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be able to contain him, but they—that's the thing with Ole Miss, Shane. They got so many weapons. You can you can try to stop this, they'll hit you with that, and they just go so damn fast that even though they got Georgia's got way better talent than Ole Miss, the tempo neutralizes that. Right. And a little unknown secret about Georgia this year, Shane—they're not dominant stopping the run. Right. Now they're very good. I'm not sitting here saying they're awful or anything, but they're not the elite, elite Georgia that we're used to against the run. So I think Ole Miss is going to have some success here. Jackson Dart's playing some good football. I mean, this is an elite showdown, Shane. This right now in my power rankings, this is number one versus number two, Georgia and Ole Miss. I I think it's that I th- good. I think these are the two best teams in the SEC right now. Yeah. Now being in, in Athens in night, uh, that's probably going to be a little bit. That may be the difference maker. Right. Brock Bowers coming back. That's going to energize the team. And that, we don't know that for sure. So that's me kind of speculating. But Carson Beck can't can't rule. I mean, he's on fire too. He's mm-hmm. playing as well as any quarterback. Uh, throwing the football in the SEC. <laughs> I just, I can't pick his one, Shane. You, you know got what? to. You got I to. Ha- do I have to? <laughs> you do I to. have to.
1: It's <laughs> so like me
0: and Mizzou. Now the spread's 10 and a half. Yeah. I'm locking this one down, Shane. Oh, shit. That's right. You haven't used your lock yet. I'm using it right here, Shane. Ole Miss, 27. Oh, that's too low. Georgia, 25. And then they kick a field goal to win. 28-27 <laughs> as time expires. I think it's a three-point game. Georgia slides by, but a one-point game. Wow. I'm locking it up because I I don't got the guts. I pick, you know, they they say I pick against Georgia every week. I haven't picked against them this year, but I think the last time I picked against them was at Tennessee game. And that did pretty bad for me. So uh, I don't pick against Georgia these days, but uh, I, everything's telling me to pick Ole Miss. Yeah, I think there's an outstanding shot they win this football game. They got nothing to lose. This is their playoff opportunity. You've not heard any of the rumblings from Kiffin. He's got all the respect in the world for Kirby. He's got respect for this program. He doesn't want to give him any ammunition. Right. Little old Ole Miss, no one's going to be picking us. We don't got a shot in hell. That's what they want people thinking. We're, we're not eliminated yet, but we're basically eliminated. We got nothing to lose. We lose by a hundred points. That's what they expect us to do. Let's go in here. Shock the world. I think is the game of the day in the SEC. I really do.
1: I think you're right. I think part of it is just what you said. The game doesn't seem as big as that Florida game. You know, that Florida game was getting a lot of hype. you know, just out of the blue. The, Missouri game was getting a lot of hype. Ole Miss, I'm not saying is not getting the hype, but like you said, you're not getting the Lane Kiffin of Texas A&M, the Lane Kiffin of Alabama saying all this, giving them, like you said, that ammunition, because Kirby is a master at finding. He's going to find somebody out there. There's going to be some sucker, some fat guy on the podcast that says there's a shot that (laughs) Georgia loses, you know, and he plasters it down there. And he's probably right. He's probably going to find that, but – this game, I don't know, man. It's, this one, I I, I want to predict upsets. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a handful of games. I, If you'll notice, the Alabama-Kentucky game, I think there's an opportunity for an upset. Mm-hmm. This game, there's an opportunity for an upset. You can even argue maybe LSU-Florida because that games are always tight. So let me ask you on those three. Let's just do a quick one here. From most likely to least likely. Because all three of these teams have a double-digit, you know, spread coming into Saturday, right? No, no. Ole Miss is. No, what, which eight?
0: games are you talking about here? So,
1: uh, Ole Miss uh-huh. and Georgia, is right? What What is it? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Alabama and Kentucky is ten uh, and a half or 11? It's eleven. It's eleven. Eleven. And then LSU and Florida is fourteen, right? So, if you had to pick underdog least. Like, most likely to pull off an upset to least likely. Power rank those three for me real quick. I'll give you my list when you're done. Kentucky, least likely. Okay.
0: Ole Miss, most likely. Mm -hmm. And then so Florida in the middle.
1: Okay, I'm I'm going Ole Miss, most likely. Most likely. Kentucky, second. And I I think Florida, third. But I, I think it happens, man. I think one of these teams loses. I don't know which one it's going to be, but that's coming into this weekend it just feels like we're due, we're overdue for for some big upset, you know? And it's going to be one of those three games. You know, we kid
0: that we because we we do, we say every damn week, yeah. we're, we're doing upset. When's this upset? We we never get any of these damn upsets. Let me throw this one at you because we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And waiting, and waiting, and waiting, and waiting. What if they all lose? Oof. I mean, maybe that's what we're waiting for. You know what I mean? Like,
1: Just burn it all day Upsets down.
0: have to happen eventually, yeah. and they haven't happened. So imagine if they all get upset. Yeah. I mean, how wild would that be? No
1: one keeps a streak forever, you know? We talk about some of the great like, Oklahoma teams. Well, they went through dark days. Right. We talk about some of the... The best Texas game. They went through dark days. Nebraska, look at them. You know, they we we they all have their fall at some point, and you know we we keep saying it like with Georgia, like they can't, can they? Can they? How long can they keep this thing going? You know what I'm saying? It's like forever. You know, I I'm, I'm not ready for that. I didn't sign up for perfection every year. You know, <laughs> even though I'm kind of back on the Georgia bandwagon here, but. I didn't sign up for that. Somebody else has got to take the reins for a little bit. And and I think, you know, every weekend we look for some of these teams to get humanized. Alabama did it at the start of the season. Georgia did it uh, during a couple of games this year. There was moments where they just didn't seem like a juggernaut like they have in the past. But these big games, they go out there, they put their hard hat on, and they go to work and they do what they're supposed to. Yeah, You know, we don't have the upsets. You you know, it's almost like you're expecting an upset from a team you weren't expecting an upset from. So, I don't know, man. But something about this weekend feels like we could have some upsets. And the only reason now I'm sitting here thinking about
0: it, I'm daydreaming, that I want it to happen, because I want Georgia at Tennessee. I want that to be the Battle of the East. I want to go in a rivalry weekend in the Egg Bowl and the Iron Bowl to decide the West. You know, we're – It's very unlikely, but we're just two upsets away from that being a reality. So, you know, if nothing else, if you got no stake in any of these games, maybe root for Kentucky. Yeah. Maybe root for Ole Miss, and we'll get one hell of an end to the regular season. That'd be good. Yeah, because Georgia's not
1: out if they lose. No. Alabama's not not out if they lose. They still need some miracles to fall their way. Right. But then Ole Miss plays with a little extra, you know, gusto and. And uh, Auburn, you know, you talk about the ultimate feather in your cap, coming in first-year head coach, winning the Iron Bowl, down in Jordan hair. Come on, man. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Jeez. Hugh Freeze is going to have to go on like lockdown, you know, with the AD. Can't leave the room. Can't <laughs> celebrate that night. You ain't getting, you ain't leaving his side no matter what. So uh, I'm looking forward to it, brother. I'm looking forward to a great weekend of college football action. Yeah. Anything else before we uh, close out the show here? No, my medicine's wearing off. I think I better <laughs> go. <laughs> All right,
0: man. Well, I appreciate you as always. I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in, especially those on the live stream. Uh, but uh, enjoy the games this weekend. Be on the lookout Saturday night for uh, my, uh, I don't even know what I call it. I used to call it power rankings, yeah. but all everybody wants to talk about is the games that happen. So I just call it initial reaction slash power rankings show. That's will be Saturday. And then if there's emergency podcast, be on the lookout
1: for those. Power hour. That's what we should call power it. Power hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: so be on the lookout for that Saturday, and then we'll see you back on Sunday for another live show. But well, We appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in, and we'll catch you
1: on the next one. <laughs> see you guys. Go balls. Maybe power half hour, because they're only <laughs> half hour long. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy. This beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.